who can it be knocking at my door? Go away. Don't come out around here no more. Can't you see that it's late at night? <laughs> I'm very tired. I'm not feeling right. All I wish is to be alone. Stay away. Don't you invade my home. Best off if you hang outside. Don't come in. I'll only run and hide. Who can it be now? 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 And then it goes, Who can it be knocking at my door? Make no sound. Tiptoe across the floor. If he he's on, he'll knock all day. I'll be trapped. And I'll have to stay. I've done no harm. I keep to myself. There's nothing wrong with my state of mental health. I like it here with my childhood friend. Here they come. Those feelings again. Who here can it be now? Who can it be now? Who can it be now? Who can it be now? And then it used to go. Oh, da, 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 da. who can it be now? But I can't be bothered doing that bullshit. <laughs> I can't be bothered doing it, man. Let me introduce this bullshit very first from the off. This is about the why. Captain's log, starship log, whatever the bullshit log is these days, 12.1.5.9, and the US is invert the why he's orbiting another planet of retrodom and bullshit. And today I got him back. And it's awesome that he's back here. We got Cyberdunk. Cyberdunk. Listen to the crowd roll. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I really appreciate you coming back. No worries. You no know, worries. it was um the last couple of podcasts you did with us were awesome. We got I got good feedback from some the two people that listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> What'd your mum think? Uh, she actually doesn't listen to this because uh, she'd be ashamed. I think she'd be watching Red Dwarf now. She should be. She should be a lot. Actually, a couple of people that listened to that podcast where we talked about Red Dwarf, yeah. said, "Oh man, I can't believe you you actually talked about that. Forgot yeah. about that show. Used to watch it years and years ago, and then um, yeah, it's back. I I still haven't seen the new stuff. There's some good. There's some good new stuff, but um, it's amazing. Like you you walk around and someone goes, I am in the middle of watching Red Dwarf at the moment. Like <laughs> it's just it's amazing how many people watch it. Yeah, and you know what? I went looking for my um. Dark Visions illustrated uh, guide to I the Amtrak boards. I found mine. You found your Amtrak yeah, yeah, boards yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. I found mine too. It's mint. Yeah. But it's tucked away up in the bookshelf up there. It's awesome, that thing. But you know what? It's, um, I wouldn't pay the no, amount of money they're no, asking no, for it because no, it's no, like, a, it's a no. little thin book. It's yeah. not very much to it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it starts off pretty good, and then towards the end, you're like, "What's all this stuff?" Yeah, what's all this shit? Let's get to the centerfold, which is fucking Where's clear water. water? That's Where's it, clear water? <laughs> Why's she only got one page? That's what I want to know. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> how come? How come the page is like either stuck together, <laughs> or it's got, or it's, it literally is the center centerfold, isn't it? Yeah. Like I think it's in the middle of the book. Yeah, and there's a whole big thing of clear water. I think I ripped Cadillacs out. I was like, no, <laughs> I won't be needing that. <laughs> Fuck Cadillac. <laughs> Yeah, no, I still, uh, I went back and I looked at some more stuff about Amtrak Wars after we did that podcast and yeah. there's no, there's nothing new coming nah. out. There's no, I think it's died in the yeah. water, that thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, the, and the Red Dwarf stuff, uh, i got to get back to it. I want to see what these people are going on about with this new season mm. that they're talking about. It's actually not too bad, but it is what it is. But we, we want, wanted to talk about something else today. It's so the topic of the show. We'll get straight into it. 
What makes a good game? Now, Cyberdunk, you and I have been playing games for a long, long, long time, time, right? Yeah. And we've played lots of different games. And last time you were on here, you were saying that you've changed your, I guess, your, your tune on the games you want to play these days. You tend to yeah, play, yeah, like, yeah. driving simulator no, games, truck simulator it's, or whatever it's, it is. It's weird, like, you know... They're really good games, you know, and we can sit forever and talk about games and go, oh, it's a really good game, you know, but there are games that you think, you get to the end, you're like, I think I want to start again and play it again and play it a bit differently, you know, yeah. and um, there are games that you just keep on your computer installed just for one day when you feel like playing it. Rainy kind day of stuff. Rainy yeah. day games, you know, that um, you're just happy to play over and over and over and over again, you know, and uh, I'm wondering what makes them so good you know and and um what makes us keep going back to them and you know there, there's some awesome games that are, you take like your grand theft autos and things like that and they're they're, yep. awesome, they're awesome right you know yep. i loved them uh, i loved the uh, i love vice city love, is that your favorite no nah, i think san andreas was my favorite that's um, interesting because for me is probably the in the like modern world, open world gta's that they yeah. did san andreas is the one that didn't do it for me really i but yeah. I, I like that um LA gang stuff, you yeah. know, like, I, I, okay. you know, I like, you know, Boys in the Hood and all those. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's a great yeah, movie yeah, yeah. too, man. But, um, so that, that kind of did it for me with the, uh, with that, with the story. Yeah. If, if you know what I mean. And, um, and, and so did Five, like Five did it for I me. I love Five. You know, yeah. the Vice City story didn't, the story wasn't so much there. You but, know, the, like but the, the setting was great the with setting, the eighties. Yeah, the se- oh, the music and, and the, the setting and the soundtrack. Yeah, yep. that was that was all awesome, right? Yep. And, you know, Liberty City didn't like it was interesting, but didn't do it for me that much. You know, had a yeah. all right story. Yep. You know, but five had had a great story. What about four? What did you think of four? Which was four? Four was um, when uh, what was name Bellick. Oh, that's Nico. The one that, Nico oh, that, Bellick that's was the, that's the one I meant in Liberty City. Oh, Liberty yeah, City. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. think it was Liberty City, but um, that was yeah. That's what I was saying. Like um, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a normal right story, decent story kind of thing, but uh, wasn't as, I didn't find it as engaging as um, you know, San Andreas or um, Five. You know, Five I found the story really engaging, but it's the, it's the kind of game that you'll you'll I'd play. And I'm, I might might play it a bit after I've finished it kind of thing. But yeah. you get to a point where there's not really any way to advance. The, you know, you've finished all the story missions. You, you know, so apart from going back to the start and doing it all again, yeah. you know, um, uh, you kind of seen it, done it. And I'm not going to, you know, fart ass around the map collecting every little... Collectible. What were that? Know? What were the collectibles? I don't know. I can't oh, there remember. Was, but there were things under the water and like you had to yeah. Google them. I'm like, trying to think what the collectibles and were. Were they newspapers or something? No. Pigeons. Yeah. They were pigeons, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Different things. Like, you had to get the yeah, pigeons. I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. I don't really give a shit about no, collectibles. No, I'm not like, like that either. I, look, I'm not those. Sort of, I'm not one of those type of guys that goes chasing the platinum trophy or the maximum gamer points for a game where it's got, like, so many different collectibles you got to get. Like, the classic example is Assassin's Creed 2. Mm. I don't know if you ever played it. Mm. And you could get basically every achievement in that game except uh, the uh, collectibles. You had to go get the... They used mm. to be feathers. Mm. And you had to go around the cities, or the city, sorry, and get all the feathers 
to get the maximum amount of gamer points or the platinum trophy, and I couldn't be bothered, man. Nah, I was like, no, fucking honest. hell, I've got better things to do than that bullshit. But, you know, tell me there's a better sword or a better gun or somewhere, something hidden on the map somewhere. You'll get it. I'll find that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. So that's that's one of the elements. Like, I'm not going to just collect random shit for the sake of, you know, a few points. And if it was collect 50 feathers around the map to go up a level or something like that, I... I'd be like, really? Like that'd be I'd find that painful. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like, um, so <coughs> I think there's gotta be <coughs> I think there's gotta be that I'll lose my voice. You might have to edit this one. You know what? Now. You've got the husky uh, voice today. Oh. You know what it is? You're like that song. <laughs> Betty Davis eyes. Betty She'll hold you, she'll control you, <laughs> all the better times to hold you. You do that pretty well. I know, You've been Betty. practicing that. Yeah, day, I was going to actually do that, that as your, a song one day. Is that your karaoke song? Uh, I love karaoke or is that so your bedroom? Much. Is that your bedroom song? That You know, it's my shower song. Uh, yeah, I do, in the shower, I feel... Somehow I'm magical. You do a lot of bedroom things in the shower. I do so many bedroom (laughs) things. I do a lot of bedroom things in the shower. Yeah. But I I go in the shower, right? And I I want to know. And I feel that I've got this. No, 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 no. So I'm not going down that path. I feel like I got like a Frank Sinatra voice all of a sudden in the shower. It's the echo. It's It's the echo. I feel I can record shit, right? But then I go down here and I start singing random bullshit songs on a podcast and I'm like fuck I'm awful <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst song but I love because kara- I got into karaoke and this is why I do the songs on a podcast is because when, when I was hanging out with Jason Relaxation who by the way is not part of this bullshit podcast he's become a suppressive personality cyber dunk could we um, like, um, like Pedro does that mean we could actually number these podcasts now Fucking great point. This is episode number. F- I don't know what I'm up to. Forty five. Let's let's call. No, it no, we've, we've released uh, forty five. Uh, this could be forty six. Do you want to just declare it? Do you want to just declare it? You know what? This is episode forty six of Invert the Y. Fuck you, Jason. Relaxation. You don't have any control anymore. This episode is called Because We Can. Because <laughs> that's right. Because we can. You know what? The reign of Mussolini, the dictatorship that he used to run when he was doing all the editing and all that bullshit, is over. Right? There were so many times that little prick would roll his eyes and go, "No, nah, I'll put that in the cookie jar and release it when I feel like it, like a fucking, you know, a time capsule." Yeah. And then it, in like a hundred years later, he'd release it, and it was so irrelevant. I don't know how many times I told that little prick. Rocket Russell and I would do a podcast on Formula One, which is very time specific, yeah. right? And I said to him, "You need to release it." Oh no, but we did one that was way funnier. I think you should do one while the while the Formula One's on. Oh, that's what Rocket Russell and I want to do, uh, but we should. might miss out now because the season's basically over. But he wanted to do a live uh, reaction to the Formula One. I reckon you should. Yeah, we probably we might do that next year, particularly for the Aussie GP. If we're if we're not going to it, we'll we'll do it live. But um, the see the time zone now is terrible. They're all in South America. Mm. Uh, actually, tonight, as the time of this recording, is the US. So the race actually kicks off like at six a.m. Fuck that, you know. Tomorrow morning, you we, know. We went to school with a kid that won the was it the Moto GP in Phillip Island. Mate, we went to school with a guy that went into. The, he was a Jeep. Yeah, he won. that that was he uh, won. yeah that orange who, orange hair. Yeah, who, what was his name? Started with a G because he was sat next to me. Started with G. Yeah. I, I can't who, remember what, but he had, you know he had orange hair. He, yes, didn't he come back later on? Wasn't he? He he lost his 
I think he got caught marijuana and lost all his um contract. All his oh, he pro- went insane it, in the membrane. It went bad. It went but, bad. Um, I remember it. <laughs> I remember trying to talk him out of leaving school because he was leaving school to do motocross. I was like, you can't just leave school and do motocross. Oh, I remember that yeah. kid. I remember that kid. And he's like, yes. nah, I'm going to leave school. At earliest he left as early as he possibly could to do motocross. I was like, you got to, you got to get, you know, something. You got to get your dude certificate or something. Then next, next I saw him, he was winning Phillip Island. I was like, yep. Yeah, I should have given him the "Don't do drugs" speech instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I had the same the same uh, conversation with another kid we went to school with. You probably can't remember him. I went to primary school with this guy, and uh, back when we went to school, the earliest you could leave school was like nine year, uh, you year had to nine. Be you could year leave. nine, but you had to be fifteen 13, years. Uh, no, you had to be fifteen and nine months. Oh uh, yeah, okay, right. Yeah. They don't do it now. I think you've got to do at least year ten. Yeah, but you could actually leave before year ten. That's what he did. Yeah, this is what this yeah. other kid did, yeah. right? And I said to this guy, look, man, what are you saying? You're not even going to do the school certificate? Because I was like an idiot. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to do the school certificate and I'm going to do the HSC and then I'm going to leave school and do uni and I'm going to be like, I want to get into management and blah. What a fucking idiot. Who wants to get into that? Oh, what really? an idiot. Ah, shit, I should have we dropped We knew it. nothing. I knew nothing at all, right? <laughs> I should have learnt motocross. I should have learnt motocross and I should have <laughs> done what this guy did, man. I tell you, so he says to me, I'm going to randomly one day, oh, I'm leaving school. And I said, when? He goes, oh, next week I turn 15 and nine months and they'll let me leave school. I go, but that's before the school certificate. He goes, yeah, we can do it. And I said, well, what are you going to do? He goes, oh, I've got a job as an apprentice doing tiling. And I said, oh, okay, what's the game plan? He goes, oh, well, I'll do tiling for a few years and then I'll get out of it and make my, have my own business. Well, flash forward, I'd say 10 years later, this guy's hanging out with a fucking glamour. She was hot as fuck, this chick, right? That he was, that I think was his wife. And they had a couple of kids and he's got his own business and he's a multi-millionaire. Who was the idiot? <laughs> Me, right? <laughs> Who went to uni for six years and achieved nothing? Me, right? I should have hang, and even when I went to uni, I should have hung out with Bonger longer, <laughs> right? Longer than I did. Right, and sat with Bonger and got insane in the membrane Cypress Hill fucking and like be real and sat with him and done nothing with my life. I would have been better off for it. Oh no. I had to be responsible. I had to be the guy that was oh no no no, we've got to study, gotta be I was like that Who told us to do that? That's what I wanna know. Our parents. I blame them. I don't even get that. You know, my dad left school we had well he had to, but he left school very early, like thirteen or something to yeah, it was a different time back then. Time. Yeah, my mum. I think mum left school. He could have like gone. That. He could have gone a lot further. He could have gone to uni and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, didn't want to do it. No, no, I couldn't really. Glasgow. Oh yeah, rough part. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, let's anyway, go, where, let's go back talking? to games. Back to games. that was a segue. That yeah. was a t- that was a time warp. <laughs> that was a time warp. So there's no Jason relaxation on this bullshit podcast. We might number it 46. Fucking. 46. But then again, because it might, we up, might upload it as 47 or 48. Who knows? Of course we can. Because we can. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? He's not here now. He's, he's fucking gone. Yeah. He, he wants to be part time. You reap what you sow. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Back to games. Right. So you're saying that you don't like, as a game, you don't like chasing the dragon, so to speak, in terms of like getting all the collectibles and all the no, bits. No, of, no, if no. it doesn't give you some some benefit some, in yeah. the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, but um, and you know, and something else like 
something like uh, Grand Theft Auto or something like that. Yep. If I could go back to the beginning of the game and play differently, like a different style or a different character or something, you know, play in a different style. Yep. I'd happily do it, you know, but you know, you're going to be led by the, you know, by the nose from story to story to story to story, you know, so although it's fun, it, it's lost some of its luster. Right. Kind of thing. So, um, I, I think that ability to build a character, you know, rather, if, even if the body type is, um, isn't male or female, like I know that sort of irks you a bit there. Oh, no, <laughs> you know, no, 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 no. Look, I'll tell you what's happened with that. Like, so, I think Cyberpunk 2077, when it comes out next year, yeah. they're talking about the ability to be as gender neutral as you possibly can be and you can have, like, female parts mashed with male parts and all the rest of it. But... In that particular scenario, while Makes normally it, yes, exactly right. So, so normally that would irk me, that would piss me right off. But because it's cyberpunk and because augmentation's a big thing in that universe, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, like the fact that you can have a male voice but have a female body, yeah, or vice versa, and do other things with the character, like the the modification of your character yeah. that kind of makes sense in that universe i'm not upset by that no really. I, I i can under, i can dig I and, can and dig it. it honestly doesn't phase me like you know as long as you know sometimes it doesn't make a difference or um but um yeah and then you got a game like south park that takes it the the extra step the stick play, of truth have you, have you, no 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 the fractured but whole i played yes fra- i played that, played that yeah, one yeah, i have yeah where you have to you know select your gender and all that yep. kind of stuff and you, you're answering all these questions and and if you if you're a if you're a male that still identifies with being a male you're a, you're a cisgendered yeah. male you know yeah. and, and, and you, you're you do that and then he rings yeah. your, he rings your parents and he goes uh, i've just got you know your child sitting here and he's just told me that he's a cisgendered male <laughs> and, it's like, and they're like he's like oh, oh yeah that's right oh, oh so you're aware <laughs> he comes back it's like yeah you're gonna face a lot of prejudice in yeah. this world <laughs> yeah no no my problem with that yeah. was what i think you're picking up on you might have heard it because i don't Oh, you do listen to our, our mm. bullshit, and I appreciate it. Was the, I think it was the Division Two. I think it mm. was that earlier on in the year when I was playing that with the Drunken Monkey and Nervous Nathan. Shout out to them. And I couldn't work out how to become a male character. Not that I mm. cared that the default was female. I can play any gender. It doesn't worry me. I don't. I'm not that upset by that stuff. But what I couldn't work out was how to change it. And what it was all about was is that they didn't refer to it as gender, they referred to it as body type. And that pissed me off. Because what they're basically doing is hiding gender under the rug somewhere because they don't want to offend people. And I don't understand personally why gender's offensive. But I grew up... You don't either because we grew up in a different time, right, where things were very different. Like I I can... I I don't know. Well, now it's a bit like a belly button. You have to ask, do you have an innie or an outie? Right, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. But look, things were different for us back at school. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you can remember. Um, there was a day, I think it was roughly when we were in year nine. So I'm talking like 1990, roughly. Mm. There was a guy that was once known as Michael. Nah, it'd be 88. 88? Yeah. Okay, yeah, year eight. You remember this. He, ca- he left the school. as His name was Michael, and he came back as Michelle. Oh, Do you remember, remember that? No. 
I, oh I remember this clearly. And now when I looked back at it, it's really a shameful event where he left the school as identifying as male and then transitioned into female yeah. and then came back to school and all this. I, I remember he got mobbed at that in the quadrangle. Yeah. You remember the big grassy area we had yeah, at the front yeah, near yeah, the street? Yeah, yeah. And the kids basically mobbed this guy or her and they followed her around the schoolyard and everywhere she went, they just basically mobbed, mobbed yeah. her. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, it was like they were throwing stones at her. Yeah, yeah That's wow. how bad this yeah, was. Yeah. And, I, and, she, and she never came back to school. No, never I came back to school again. But see, back in those it. days, we never saw that shit. No. That was the first time, I, and that was the last time, by the way, I ever mm. saw that, mm. where someone changed and transitioned into a different gender. Now it's different. But back then, that was the first time. And remember, we went to a country school, pretty much. It was pretty country townish. Yeah, 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 bit yeah, different yeah. now. Yeah. But back then, that was a very much country school. Yeah, I got another story, but I might keep it offline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can always edit it out, man. No, not, not about. Well, yeah, I remember. Um, uh, just up the road from me, actually, the um, uh, someone's father killed himself, right? And um, the kids went to our school. And um, one and basically shot himself in the one of the son's rooms, and it came out later that the other son was gay, you know. Fuck. And um, I reckon that might have been what what caused it. What caused it? Yeah, it was that kind of era. It's a bit <laughs> like American Beauty. You ever seen? Yeah, that? that's a disturbing movie. Yeah, it's a bit like that. Yeah. You know, in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. It's, it was a different time back yeah. then. People don't get it, yeah. right? And so when I say stuff and they don't get why I don't compute easily what, what the modern world's throwing at me, it's because it was such a different fucking time. Yeah. Was it right or wrong? That's a different debate, but it was a different time completely, especially where we went to school. It was very isolated where we yeah. went to school. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. like It was really country. I mean, you're Italian. Right? You were one of the most exotic people we had in our year. Mate, I was. I was the <laughs> most exotic, well, one of the most exotic people in the, in the year because... You know, my background wasn't purely Anglo-Saxon. That was like, I was unique. And there was like, what, three or four? We had an Asian exchange student. Mate, that blew everybody's mind. Remember that? that? He was the only Asian in the school, (laughs) dude. And he came, and he, mate, he was awesome. He's still on my Facebook. He's a good kid, yeah. Not that I use Facebook. He's on my Facebook as well. You know? But he came to the school. He was from uh, Singapore, wasn't he? Or Malaysia. I get that wrong all the time. And uh, we all... I remember his, his favourite saying is, real men don't use brakes. That's right, he did too. <laughs> he used to say that. He's got a Subaru, he's got a Subaru WRX now. Like That's he, right. He's in a part, yeah. yeah, he used he's to say, real men don't use brakes. <laughs> and he used to love uh, aliens, and he'd do the uh, alien yeah, the knife thing. The knife trick. He, could yeah, actually he was bloody do, good at that. Sh- he, mate, he used to he have... Do it eyes closed. He, didn't he have a switchblade or something? He had like a... A, but, a butterfly yeah, he knife. knife. Yeah, he had a knife for it. But he had yeah. a knife. But he could do it with his eyes closed. Yeah, but that's so the other fast. thing about our school. He brought that knife into school. I know. And no one gave a fuck. No. It was the 80s, early 90s. Back then, no one gave a shit about anything, man. I, I reckon a teacher would have just said, show me that knife trick. Yeah, they did. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they did. Do you remember there was a teacher, right, that looked like one of the Blues Brothers? I'm not going to mention oh, the yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. You know I what I'm talking I about. I can't remember his name. At this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I can tell you, but I won't say it. He um he, he called me Demon Boy. <laughs> that was that was that was his nickname for me, Demon Why? Boy. Why? Because of the things I could do in chemistry. Basically, like I my attention to detail was limited yeah. in chemistry, and yeah. um 
I, you know, we'd be doing something and I'd be producing a flame that was green and everyone else would be producing a normal flame, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just doing some odd stuff in I, chemistry. I, I got a story about yeah. chemistry. Yeah. I'm going to roll the monkeys on this. Okay, go for it. Roll it, monkeys. Let's do the time walk again. <laughs> <laughs> so this stupid thing happened, right? The teacher that used to look like one of the Blues Brothers, yeah. he um the only time he got angry at me because other than that he loved me because I love Star Trek and he was a big Star Trek fan. But the only time I got in the real trouble at school and he kicked me out of class was for this event. And I was a, I was a level below you. I think you were in A one science. I was in like A two, I think. But anyway, we were doing it. It was pretty good. You were very smart, man. Not like me, I'm a dumb fuck. But we were uh, doing that experiment where you put a balloon over a conical flask or something and then you light the conical flask and as the uh, air gets it gets hotter, the balloon bursts or something. But for some reason, we had cotton balls or we had cotton wool near to, to wipe up the condensation of the conical flask as the water got hot and then the air balloon would ultimately expand. And for some reason, me and another guy, who I can mention, I, I, let's just say he's the French connection. Do you, you don't remember him? I'll tell you offline. Okay. Right. You can edit it. That's what you tell me. Oh, it's fucking hard. I'm getting lazy with my editing. The initials were JP. Oh, yeah. Okay, right? JP, right? So he, he and I st- started being dickheads and we're like, you know what this is like? It's like, a, like someone giving birth. Because the balloon's coming out from the conical flask. And I'm like, yeah, man. And I grab the I grab the cotton balls and I start wiping up the condensation from the thing going, just breathe, just breathe, you can do it. Right, this? And he's and he's he's like, What else do you need, doctor? Oh, I need some more cotton balls, man, to wipe up this this condensation. So so the French connection hands me this bloody this, these cotton balls, and I start mopping them up. But as I'm doing that, what I didn't realise is the cotton balls caught on fire from the Bunsen burner, uh. right? So I literally had now at some point my hands full of flame like because all the cotton balls I had, and I had like a handful of them, they yeah. all caught on fire. So my hands at one point were catching on fire. So what did I do? Natural instinct. I threw them down on the floor and they went on – because remember our school uniform used to be desert boots? Oh, uh, yeah. They went on the desert boots. Well, those fuckers catch fire, I'm telling you now, right? <laughs> so so I, they, they started catching fire and my shoelaces caught fire uh-huh. on my desert boots. And I'm running around the chemistry lab, running around going, ah, ah, like this, my boots are on fire, right? And then I stomped them out and, and the French Connection's fanning it because he's a fucking idiot too. He starts fanning it, but the more he fans it, the more the desert boots catch a light. And we're running around and he's laughing his ass off. Everybody that saw it's laughing their ass off. They were all laughing at us before because we thought it was an operation, right? And so we finally, I put my shoes out and the, and the, uh, the Blues Brother teacher looks at me and goes, get out. And I go, why? I thought you'd think this was fucking funny. He's like, no, get out. You're, you disrupted You're this done. class. You're done, mate. He goes, that, is, that was so dangerous and irresponsible. Yeah. I told you about that, you yeah. know, that those cotton balls catching fire and it'd be to be careful with it, but you disregarded that, get out. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, this is the first time I'm going to go to the principal's office. I was such a nerd. But then he came back in and he go, he came out and he goes, look, 
was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. <laughs> right, this is true. He says, it was kind of funny, but I have to show the other kids that what you did was wrong because I'll just do it too, yeah. right? And I go, and he goes, can you just stay out here for the rest of the period, make it look like it's really bad and tell the other kids I went off at you, I really appreciate it. And I go, <laughs> oh, okay, what's in it for me? He goes, I'll show you the next the latest season of the next generation. <laughs> That's true. He says, he says, if you do this for me, I'll show you the latest episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation because right. he was a massive nerd. He was a good guy. He was a good, guy. Was a good guy, but you know what? He was... um. He used to let us kids go to his house. Oh, yeah, I went Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And uh, his wife would actually make us dinner and saw that kind of bullshit. Yeah. And he'd say, oh, look, I'll help you study for chemistry for the HSC and uh, we'll hang out and we'll, we'll, you know, muck around and watch Star Trek because all of us were nerds watching Star Trek. Yeah. But you know what? That wouldn't fly today. No. That went, would not I'll, fly today. I think I went there once. I uh, went there maybe once was, or twice. But it was, almost, it was for a party or something. That was, or it was for something, but it might have been something like it that. It was like yeah. a study group he had. Yeah. He said he actually said to us, look... There was quite a lot of kids there, though. Yeah, yeah it was, because yeah. everyone knew... It wasn't like he invited you there privately or something like that. No, no, no. Yeah. He, said, he just said, look, if you guys want help with chemistry with yeah. the HSC... I needed it. I, 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 mate, I, I fucking chemistry. failed it. Oh, jeez, that was useless. Yeah, I, so was I. I failed it. I don't know how I passed anything, to be honest. You like, know what's weird for me? I failed HSC chemistry, but I passed... Uni chemistry for organic chemistry. I don't know how I passed that bullshit. I, 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 right? I still don't even know what it is. You know, I've still got the textbooks. Oh, really? Yeah, for some, I can't part with them because I got them brand new. Yeah. And what I used to love about uni was you used to go there and go, all right, I bought all these textbooks. Next year, I'll sell them at the co-op bookshop. And they'd say, oh, no, we've changed the, change the, we, we've changed the subject bastards. matter. And, and you have to use this year's edition. Yeah. Oh, you prick. So the, yeah. the book I got, I can't sell now. Yeah. So I've got a pile of fucking books up there that no one will actually ever use. Well, I can one-up that. I had notebooks at university. I wasn't big on notes, right? So basically, I'd buy, I, you know, I went to uni with good intentions and bought all these notebooks. Yeah. I'd write the name of the subject. I'd, yeah. write, I'd write half a page. And then next semester, I'd write the name of a new subject. I'd scrub out the <laughs> old one. I'd rip out the first page and then carry on. I was using the same notebooks. For six, seven years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> I used to have... Um, I don't do notes. <laughs> I've still got all my uni notes up there too. Really? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. I need to chuck shit out, but I've yeah. still got them all up there for some reason. I used to think that someday I'll, I'll need them. Well, right now, there's no chance there's I'll no need chance. them, mate. Like, Because... You know, I used to think, oh, when I go into that industry and I work in that industry, no. I might actually... People, someone might care. Someone no, might give no a shit. Knows. No one gave a fuck. No. I remember being such a smart ass and thinking I was hot shit. I got my first job out of I uni. I remember you thinking that too. Yeah, I, I was, mate. <laughs> how hot shit was I on my Gemini? Oh, wow. With its pinstripes. Well, compared to my Peugeot, you were like... Well, your Peugeot used to spin out like doing five <laughs> kilometres an hour. That's how fucking cool you were. Probably I should have checked the tyres. I think there was something wrong with those tyres. But I used to think um, when I get to work, right, out of uni, and I got my first job there, I worked in a QC lab doing, like, quality control stuff on raw materials. And I remember turning to the R&D manager one day going, look, I can really help us out because I've got the Oxoid manual. And what the Oxoid manual was was, like, yeah. this Bible for microbiology oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, we all did the bacteria same Bacteria shit. I, I had one for computers as well. Yeah, right? So yeah. I'm like, oh, I, and they're like, Oh really? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking cool, man. I, I know all about microbiology. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm the shit, right? Because yeah. I've just graduated from uni. I had algorithms in C, <laughs> which I carried from country to country with me. So, 
They just said to me, oh, that's great. You've got that. But he's, and I go, and they go, but how old is it? I go, oh, oh, it's probably a year old, maybe two years old. This is back then. Now it's like fucking 30 years old. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's great. And then one of them was such a smart ass. She walked over to the, the counter on the in the laboratory and she pulled out the latest edition. She goes, we happen to get these for free every year. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, so I can't help you. No, you can't. Go back to, go back to smelling bullshit raw materials <laughs> graduate shithead <laughs> i hated the first year out of uni was like the kick in the balls man it was yeah, like yeah. you think you're so hot shit yeah right and you know what then when you go to the workplace and you've been working for a while yeah you spend a couple of years in the workplace and then these young uni kids come in you go and they, they're the same as what you were they're yeah, like yeah. bright-eyed bushy tail like wa- tails wagging Oh, I know everything. Yeah. You, you don't know shit. And I remember being in my job for like 10 years. Young graduates would come out of um, uni and they'd be working their first year or a couple of years in the workplace. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, have you ever considered doing this? And I'd be like, yeah, back in fucking 2005. And it would be like 2012. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, no, but I, I, I at uni, we, we used to do this. I go, mate, you don't learn shit at uni, mate. I know. All the books that you've read at uni are mean dick. You know? Until you start work, that people start giving you proper advice. Like I remember when I was flying, when when they moved me to the US, and I, um, I was flying, and I was flying at exactly the same time as the um, CEO of the company. Yeah. Right? So he met me at the airport and everything, and he said to me, "You, you know, you're going to fly a lot for business." He said, "Just remember this: check you got your passport, check you got a credit card," <laughs> <laughs> and he said. And every time you go through a checkpoint, every time you pick up your bags, everything you do, you know, go yeah, through yeah. it, check you got your passport, check yep. you got your credit card. He said, because no, if you got your passport and your credit card, your credit card, you can sort pretty much any problem, right? Yeah. But if you don't, you're yeah. fucked. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so exactly said, right. So he said, once you got those, just lie back and relax because there's not a fucking thing you, you don't, can do. You're gonna he, get, he said, you're going to get, you're going to get, um, Held over places, you're gonna, you know, planes are gonna be cancelled, late, delayed. Yep. There's nothing, you got no control over that stuff whatsoever. But he said, that's all you need to worry about. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. you know, Dick, when you come out of uni, no. mate, you know, you know, nothing. All you've got is the basic toolkit to do something yeah. with that, right? You got basic, what it says to an employer is, You've got discipline enough to do the three, exactly. four years or whatever yep. it was yep. to go through all the bullshit they threw at That's you it. and you've got a piece of paper to say you're disciplined. That's, That's all it is, That's right? It. And you've got basic toolkits that you can use. And you kind of got the ability to learn. That's all it is, man. Yep. That's all it is. Because then one or two years after uni, you forget everything you fucking learn. Yep. Not one thing you retain. No. Unless you're like in a particular field or like a science or something like that. But I did hum- humanities. Yeah. You don't know, you, mate. It, and you go on, and you go into different jobs, and people teach you something else. I remember yep. I, I went into a sales job, right? And it was it was my job. I was technical sales, and it was my job to go into meetings, big big deals, like multi million dollar deals and stuff like that. And I'd be with a sales guy, and my job to answer all the technical questions, and he answers all the other stuff. And my boss guys gave me the the best advice. He said, "Your job's to answer yeah. re- really tough questions, yeah. right? You know." And he said. So you need some techniques when, because people are going to ask you stuff that you're like, oh, shit. Yep. You went and asked that. You know right? what? And sorry, uh, what? No, sorry, go and, on. You know, and um, <laughs> so this is what I do. <clears throat> he says, 
someone asked me a really, really tough question, and I know they're asking it as they're asking it, right? He says, I just pick a word in the in what they're saying and I start talking about that word, right? Or just talking. But he said, I'm just on autopilot, I'm just talking, right? Yeah. He said, I don't know, I'm not answering their question. He said, I'm just talking because I'm using that time to think about what the hell I'm going to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he said, and I talk and I talk and I see the glazed look going over there. They're confused. They yeah. don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm just thinking about yeah. what I'm going to say. Yeah. And he said, and then I go, but I don't think I answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, no, I was actually asking this, this, you know, can you explain a bit more? And they, and, and he said, I know perfectly well what they're asking, right? I'm just buying more time as, yeah. as they explain more what they're doing. Yeah. And, and then at the end, I have an answer for them. <laughs> <laughs> like, th- th- this like, but I don't think I answered your question. No, you didn't answer the question, no. But I remember um, the last year of uni that I did for the, like the humanities degree, the commerce degree, I decided I'd do a bit of HR, but I, I should have done, actually in hindsight, I should have done HR as a proper degree. I've always thought that because when I ended up working towards the end there, I was like always doing HR stuff. And I remember one time when I had people responsibility, all the shit you learn in those HR textbooks goes out the window, man. You don't know shit. Mm. And I remember the times that I had to make some really tough decisions that I didn't particularly want to do and, and I didn't like to do, but I had to do them because that was my responsibility. I remember the HR manager coming up to me and shout out to him. He used to say to me, you didn't learn that in the HR 101 textbook, did you? I go, no, mate. All that shit that they – all it was was basic stuff. Yeah. It's just yeah. enough to get you in the front door. and But the actual uh, getting your hands dirty with all that stuff – you don't you don't know anything until you actually do it. It's not, unfortunately, it's not wisdom. No, it's not. No, you, you don't you don't get sort of gems of wisdom. No, typically from a book. And how many people did we meet over the years that were really academically smart, but they had no street smarts? So oh, you yeah. stick them you stick them in like a a, a a a position where they've got responsibilities for people or something like this, yeah. and they couldn't handle it because. No. They didn't have any street smarts, but they were super, super smart people, right? And then you had someone like me that wasn't really the smartest person around at all. But, okay, I knew you were bullshitting me, you know? Like, I knew you were full of shit as well, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. that was that was the only thing I had. But, yeah, not sometimes the smartest people aren't always the best to do certain things. Well, so. that's why they often get pigeonholed, you know? Yeah, they do. Sit and do this. Sit and do this, yeah. You know? That's right. And, and do it really well. That's it. Yeah. All right, Dan. Back to, back to good games. What makes a good game? <laughs> that was a sidetrack. Yeah, so where, where, where were we? We were talking... Okay, well, you know what? I think we're establishing here, Cyberdunk, mm. is what makes... What don't we like in a game? Oh, it, it, so, because <laughs> to, to answer the question of what makes a good game... We're, we're, we're finding the line down the middle and we're putting things either side, you know? Yeah, we yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you what I don't like. Okay. You know, what I don't... And, and this is what's starting to be a bit of a current trend. I don't necessarily like open worlds because I think they slow games down. They slow the... Particularly if they're story-driven games, they slow mm. the pacing of the game down. Mm. And I, now what the big trend is in gaming is hub worlds. Okay. So you've got an open world, but then you've got a hub world. And I'll give you an example. Um, I don't know if you've played it. You might not have, but... Borderlands 3, mm. I'm playing that at the moment. Okay. And Still that's... playing too. 
Well, like, I, actually, I put it down. Okay, so you know what a, you know what Borderlands yeah, yeah, yeah. is. So it's primarily an open world, but in Borderlands Three, it's still an open world. But then it's got this uh, hub world, right? Which is basically a spaceship that you go back to and do some shit there, and then you go back to a planet and do stuff there. That was a, that was kind of in two as well. It was just a city, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. But it was more. It's more prevalent here in three, mm. and I don't like it because I think it just slows everything down. Mm. I don't hate it. I just don't particularly like it. Mm. And, um, you know, they did that in uh, Wolfenstein 2, The New Order, the, or sorry, The 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 New Colossus. Mm. That was a game where they had a hub world as well. That was like the submarine. submarine. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the game was a bit more uh, partly linear, mm-hmm. you know, and you can actually have a bit of a flow in terms of like running and gunning and all that sort yeah. of stuff. So I, I tend to like games now that have um, a flow. It, they've got to have a flow. Like they're, they're either got to be linear mm. and they're they're fast paced, or they make some kind of sense and they've got a story like a very heavily story driven mm. game, but they're more linear so that that story continues on in a nice flow. It, yeah. But it, if there's an open world and it's trying to tell me a story, like Rage Two, mm. makes no fucking sense because like by the, by the time I get to the juicy bit, that was like the last juicy bit I had was like two or three hours ago because. You've given me this big open world to explore, and I haven't yeah. I haven't actually seen anything cool for like two or three hours. Yeah, that was my experience with Rage too, and yeah. the story made no sense anyway. But yeah, I mean, I mean, really different styles of games as well, and and they've got elements that we like and elements that we don't like. So, you know, you like Dishonored, right? Um, I never di- I didn't like Dishonored. I. I bought recently Dishonored and Dishonored 2 because they were on sale. You yeah. know, and I, I was actually, 2 was on my wish list forever. And I, I thought, okay, I'm going to play 1 because 1 got such good reviews yeah. as well. And um, I started playing it and, I, like, I was enjoying it. 1's okay. 2 I didn't like. 1, much, one I was enjoying, um, but I wasn't enjoying it so much that I had to get back to it kind of thing. And, and I have kind of put that down. Recently, I got I got a lot of games. Recently, I got um, um, Deus Ex: Mankind revisited. Yeah, you did say uh, that last time you were here. Couldn't get into it. I'm like you. I couldn't I, get into I, it. I'm like you. I like the premise. Yeah, I really I love, like the. Pr- I, I, I love really the world. Want, I really want to want to yes, like it. Same. Re- I'm the same as you. Yeah. And some of it was, it, sometimes games at the beginning they're too complicated. Yep. You know, do you know what I mean? Do yep. you know what I mean? It was, I've got all these options and there's all this stuff and it's just too complicated to get into yep. straight away. I want to just get started, but I want to advance at a nice rate as as well, you know. Yeah. Um I I played a game called um I don't know probably PC only. Um Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh, uh, no, I've it's on the consoles as well. I've I've downloaded it, it on the oh, Xbox. It, I thought that was an absolutely awesome game. Most a, people do. That it, play, was a, yeah. it was a gorgeous world. It was <clears throat> set in Czech Republic. Yep. It was a gra- Historically accurate, isn't it? It um, tries to be. Yeah, well, roughly speaking, sort of historically accurate, but it, like just just gorgeous world. Um, good stories, good sort of side quests and missions and, and things like that. Not just repetitive. Yep. Not just keep doing the same little side quests and missions and things like that. Great combat system, like you know, and there's not a lot of um, games out there that have a have a great melee 
yep. combat system. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like they they yeah. really struggle with um with, you know, swords and shields and 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 even it makes archery yep. like good and things yep. like that. Um but you, it, it's a game that you can it's it's heavily story focused. So there there's a there is a main story thing that you progress quite at, at a really nice rate through. Um but you can sort of take your character in different directions as well. Yep. And uh, which, so it's a great, I think that's, that'd be a top pick for me of recent games. Um, yeah. But why did you like it though? Um, be, it, uh, well, a lot of it was the, I had some control over my character, like right. how it advanced, what, it, what he got good at, what, yep. you know, am I going to use, am I, am I going to be good at archery or am I going to be good at, you know, long swords, am I going to be good? You know, the, there was that combat sort of focus. Yep. Am I going to be good at sort of commerce and, you know, and that kind of stuff. So there's, there's, there's elements of that. Yep. Um, there, it, it, so it did that, it did that um, medieval um, thing really well, you know, and, and it wasn't, um, there were potions and stuff. That, 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 there were potions you could make. Um but it was hard to make them. Like it was actually, um, you had to sit and like grind things. That, you know, it was quite a complex thing for making potions. That that was probably a downfall. Well, not a downfall because you could pretty much ignore it. Um, yeah. But that was that was kind of a um, uh, unnecessary part, I think. You know, to an extent. Yeah. But um, I I think the fact that um, it. It didn't have magic. It didn't have any of that kind of stuff. But it was still just able to be an awesome game. You felt um, at risk in the game. You know, you could you could lose a fight quite easily. And I think there's got to be that challenge there. Um, and you felt like you were getting better. So combat wasn't just a uh, oh you've got you've gained skill in this. You actually felt like you got better at fighting. Right. And you felt like you could continue to get better as your as your character got better at fighting. You felt like you got better at fighting as well. So it goes back to your point that you feel a good game is one where you feel like you can progress yeah. as a character. And, you're not and, and, you're and not just some. I think for me, it comes down to there's something more I don't know about this game. You know, like I'll keep playing if the, I'll keep playing game if I think. There's still, I can get better. I can get better at this game. You know, yep. like I pl- I put a lot, a lot of hours into Rainbow Six Siege, right? right? Which was um, first person shooter. But I'm not a I'm not a big into PV. Yeah, right. So yep. we 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 played Terrorist Hunt. You know, had a lot, and I had a group of friends um, that played Terrorist Hunt, which was against the AI. Right. Most of the players of that game were p- player versus player. And they only used against the AI for training, so we just constantly played against the AI. Right. Um, but it was the kind of game that you just felt you can get better and better and better. You can put hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours into that game, and every time you start the game, you have a character that the, the actual character in the game doesn't get better. Like you, it's not like you unlock better guns. It's not like you unlock this or that or whatever. Every round, basically, you start with a base character, um, and it's not like you, it wasn't pay to win or anything. Any, there was none of that. 
it was pure skill. Yeah. You know, the, the the only the only way to get better with that game was to get to was to have better tactics, to know your maps, to work as a team, to um, to you know all all that kind of stuff. So that um that sucks you in, you know, like when you you know it sort of sucks me in. Yeah. Like to a yeah. game the same. Um, we played a lot of armor recently. You know, armor three. Yeah, I've heard of it. Right? I've not played it. No. Hundreds and hundreds of hours into armor three, and if you look back to and it's tough like it, it's it's really it, it's a pretty unforgiving game right um but you get better you know we used to, when we started playing it we were like i'm dying and i don't even know where i'm getting shot from like where you know it, it was kind of you know you're on a big map yeah it's like how the hell did i just die where the where is the guy and then you start you start to be able to hear the the um the crack and the thud of the bullet and you can connect Oh, that must be coming from over there, or you know, or whatever. Right. You, you start to get good at. As soon as something happens, you get cover. You get down. Like you, you, you get a lot, 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 lot better at at. Um, and it's again, it's nothing to do with the character in the game or anything like that. It's you can get better. Um, you can improve your skill at it. You know, and then we recently um thought, oh, let's let's go back and play recon. Wildlands. Right? Oh yeah, you I know, quite which, like that. Yeah, yeah, and and originally, uh, I didn't. I wasn't like we played it, and it was you know an interesting story, and it was you know all right combat, and but we weren't that. It was well, we weren't that enamored with it, you know, and went back to it, and I was like, bloody hell, we're so good at this now, having played hundreds of hours of armor. Like, this is nothing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I see, I liked Wildlands because I liked the setting. The setting was... like This goes back to what a good game potentially yeah. can be, is that I liked the setting on Wildlands. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to me and how it impressed me how big that map was. Oh, definitely. Right? Definitely. But the thing that I particularly liked was that it allowed to... It was obviously a four-player co-op game if you wanted to play it that way. Um, with with friends, and I and that's what I liked. Yeah, you know, that's what made a good game. It, and and it was a very much cooperative experience. Yes, you know, and um, and and we've always played that as well. Yeah, yeah, that's how, and that's what makes a good game for me is that I like the cooperative nature of games. Yeah. That's why I like Borderlands because it lets me play with up to like a couple of friends, yeah. and you have a good time, and and it, and it's fairly equal. Yeah, like it can be very equal, and it's shared into if if you progress the same. Amount yeah, with each yeah. other, and you're not too with the same group of people. Yeah, and yeah. you're not too far ahead with yeah. whoever else is um, yeah. playing with you. Is that it's actually a very shared experience? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's what I liked about. Yeah, that and, I, and I think that makes a good game as well. And and Sie- Siege was a bit like that as well because you know it was um, uh, we we're, we're in a t- you know you were in a team. Yeah. Right? So um, you're getting better at helping each other, and you're giving people tips and yeah. tricks, and you know, and all that. Yeah, kind of thing as well, and um, but uh, you know, recon when we first played it, it was just dicking around. You know, it was you know, if, uh, do you know what I mean? Like we, there was no, but there was no cohesion. It was crashing car. Like the, the was, prob- it was, well, the thing that I was, I tried to play uh, Rainbow Six. Yeah, um, back in the day when it first came out, and for whatever reason, it never really stuck with me. Mm. But what I my understanding of it is is that that's the one of the more like ultimate cooperative experiences because you got to really rely on each other to make sure you don't get the 
that, that not, you don't lose, you know. Yeah, but, definitely. You know, it's it's basically a you know um, a win versus lose. The player versus player. Player, versus, yeah. yeah. So that's what it is. Whereas Wildlands was okay. It's me and three other guys yeah. that are, that are my friends. I know them, and you know, if one of them fucks up, well, it's not like a big yeah. drama. Well, I can just go and revive him. Yeah. Um. But but that was more of a story campaign. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That, that, but I like that. And so is Borderlands too. Yeah. Um. I hear Breakpoint's not very good though. Yeah. The new uh, Ghost Recon. Yeah. So oh no yeah it's got terrible no it's not it's tanking yeah so so yeah um but yeah uh, so I guess I like different things about different games you know I I was Rainbow Six yeah it was the cooperative thing it was the fact that I could get better and better and the fact that you you felt like yeah your physical skills were were improving. They made um, a difference to you. They made a difference to the character, and it and it, and and it, it just, reflected and, the. And it just seemed open ended. It yeah, just seemed right. like I could just get better and better and better and better at, at this game if I yep. if I wanted to spend the time on it. Um, Armor's a bit like that as well. Um, so those games are good in that way because you can just you know, and Armor has got just thousands of mods and stuff as well, you know, so you can play in the Vietnam War, you can do, you know, or whatever you want, there's mods for it. Yeah. Um, you can build your own stuff and and that. So it's it's kind of good in that way. Um, but, yeah, there's there's other games that are just, um, like, really addictive and can't almost put your finger on why, what's, you know. What's uh, an example? Have you got an example? Um, like, I, I quite like little management games. As well, you know, have you, have you played um, Game Dev Tycoon? No, <laughs> that's quite quite good. You start in your you start in your garage, like you know, and you you sort of pick a title and uh, um, and they um, uh, so you you know you, you name your game and then you say it's going to be this genre and it's yep. you know it's going to be on this console or whatever and blah 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 and you start in the eighties, so there's only like a couple of things available and you. You develop your game and you get some skills and stuff, and you launch your game and you get some money from it, and you and then you do something else, and and there's all these different, but it's this this huge matrix of yeah, like what you can build, and, yeah. and, and what makes a good game and all yeah. that kind of. So it's basically about the the, the game industry, yeah. and then you you know you you get an office and you hire staff and you, you do all this kind of stuff. I, like I always. I always got addicted to back in the day, like the civilizations. I I got Civili- addi- yeah, and Sim City. I used to love. Like I got addicted to that so much. I I think um, I because I, I I don't play console anymore, but I did for, for when I was in the UK. I um, played a lot of mainly console, like PlayStation. Yeah, and um, and I, I played Civ. I don't know. It must have been five. I think it's Civ Revolution, because I think Civ is it Civ Six is coming out. Now on console, or is it Civ Five? But they had Civilization Revolution back back in the PS3 days and the Xbox 360 days. Okay, yeah, it might have been. It was a very watered down uh, Civilization experience, but it yeah. still had the the same um, basics. Yeah, of of Civilization on the PC. Yeah, I still love that game. Yeah, because it's I, the kind of game you, yep. you go back and start again and, yep. and play it again. Yep. Yeah, but so. you know what? And it goes back to progression. Like I just thought of it now. We we both played it back in the day, Centurion, and we talked yeah. about Centurion yeah. before, where the 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 idea was was to conquer the map of Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously in the Roman Empire times, 
And to do that, you had to use diplomacy, you had to mm-hmm. use brute force, all these sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, you knew what your progression was. Mm. You could see the light at the end of the tunnel, yeah. right? And and I guess I guess the theme of all of this is is that the makings of a decent game is is that you've got some progression opportunities. But while you've got that progression opportunity, you ac- actually can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And I hate games where if there is progression, it shuts you down pretty quickly and makes it very difficult to get through that progression or you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Or I just got, okay, I've gone from level 5 to level 10 in a game, whatever it is, if it's an RPG and I see no difference. I'm yeah. still getting beat down. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm my, The gear that I get is not great. It's not exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of examples of games like that that are, that kind of shut you down pretty early. Yeah, there's there's a game, um, uh, I, I I imagine it's PC only, but it's um, uh, Mountain Mount and Blade Warband. Oh, that'd definitely be for yeah so nodes on PC. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So same sort of thing. It's kind of fictional world, medieval, no magic kind of thing. It's all mainly mainly top down map kind of thing, but. Um, it's RPG. Like you start a character, and you know all different backgrounds and histories and and things like that. And you, um, uh, you know, so you, you only a few, you know, for like strengths, agility, in, intelligence, charisma, kind of thing, and but bunch of skills and some weapon skills. But you can be really different characters in it. You know, you can you can make a guy that's just a horse archer. You know, you can make a guy that's a, um, you know, good with swords. You can make a guy that's good at trading. You know, you can make a guy that's like a noble and good at talking to people because you pick, um, you recruit like an army around you, you know, and you take them where you go and you trade and you do, you know, all different yeah, stuff. Yeah. You don't have to go into battle. You know, yep. you can send... You, it, it, you, it's actually really good battle as well, you know, almost like um, a bit like Kingdom Come Deliverance, but you've got soldiers around you yeah. and, and stuff like that. So good combat mechanics. I've always fighting. wanted to play Kingdom Kingdom Come Deliverance, and like awesome I said, I've game. downloaded awesome. it. But yeah. what what kind of scares me off a little bit is a combat system, because isn't it you, you're basically waving your sword in a pretty realistic motion, and you've got to block as well with your shield and it's quite you do but it kind of yeah kind of learn right you kind of the they they guide you through it yeah quite well um and in the beginning you're not really um like you're slow like your character's slow yeah yeah you know so so as i'm like so basically as your character's ability to get better at it increases you're kind of getting the hang of it as well and it's really well aligned yeah if you know what i mean um so you know you you probably find your character's not up to doing like in the beginning you'd want to be reacting faster than your character's actually able to react if that makes sense so you're a bit ahead of you're probably a bit ahead of the curve than your character yeah and then it, it gets better and better and better as you as you get so, better. So, did so. you ever like the Souls games? Never played them. Yeah, because I just I'm listening to you now saying I like progression. I like some challenge when I when I get that progression, and it's rewarding when I actually get further along in the game. And and mm. I know I I try so much to play Souls games and I suck so bad, yeah. but 
I'm, I'm just thinking maybe you should try a Souls game because I think that'd be up your alley now from what I'm hearing. But, um, like I, I like all kinds. I like all kinds of games. You know, like I, I like management games. I like you know combat games like that. I like first person shooters. I like um, XCOM. You know, and games. Yeah, we well, see again. XCOM name. was okay. So XCOM's another example of progression. Yeah, because. XCOM, if you didn't have research done in a certain time, yeah. oh, you, yeah. were, you were it was game over. I'm talking like the original XCOM enemy yeah. unknown, right? Yeah, and uh, and the sequel were pretty much the in same, line with that. Pretty much the same, right? And so, but the thing is, when you got some new uh, research done and you got new guns and you had new armor, you could see the the difference. Yeah, right. Now, mind you, as you went along, you got more difficult enemies too yeah. to counteract that but it was rewarding going oh my scientists have just researched that armor now my, now i'm going to give it to my colonel and now all of a sudden that armor makes him float yeah. he floats in air and he can he can go up on the roof really yeah. easy of a, of and a it, building and it's, not, it's not just progression it's like the game changes you know it's totally like yeah. now we're flying now, now we're, we're flying now yeah. we're three but now we're 3d now yeah. we're um now we've got um, bloody things that can destroy walls. Yeah, you know, and well, the best thing about that game my, like, and psionics. You know, now, oh, we, yeah. now we've got psionics. Yeah, now we can. Now we've got mind control. But you know that game, like right at the start of it, it's awesome because you start literally with pistols and rifles, right? And then when you first research and get your and manufacture your first laser pistol, yeah. it's like, oh, now I'm in business, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and you might only have enough resources to manufacture one laser pistol. So you give it to like your best guy, yeah. and you protect that guy to the nth degree because you don't want him because you give him like the best armor, the yeah. best weapons. But that that's the ultimate form of progression, yeah. and I, I and that's why you get addicted to that shit. Yeah, because like you like okay, well, where's my next bit of armor that's even and, better and, than what I made? And, and that's my, and that's what this war band's a bit like because it's like oh shit, I need better armor, you know. And then you you start recruiting, not just random soldiers you're recruiting actual sort of npcs to your party right that you can equip you yep. know so you're saying oh yeah right, i'll give this bit of thing to him and, and they're advancing as well you're like oh yeah well um i don't want to have these skills I'm, that's not my area of focus so i'll get this guy to yeah increase in that area kind of thing so the whole so the party increases in skills right yeah and, and things and it's but that's the it's it's funny because that game um I remember downloading like a precursor to it. This is XCOM. Uh, no, this is Mount Mount and Blade. Okay, yep. um, uh, well, I have to say Mount and Blade because otherwise Blade. it sounds like Mountain Blade. Mountain Blade. But, Blade. <laughs> but um, but I remember downloading a precursor to it, a cursor to it a long time ago and, and sort of going, "This should be a good game. I really like it." And it was just buggy as hell, and right, it was yeah. and it was shit graphics, yep. and um, and I think it was even like a back when they did bloody um. Uh, demos like I think it was like a demo version or something yeah. like that and then so they so this now seems as like the first release that's actually um, actually robust if you if you know what I mean yeah graphics are still shit yeah the graphics are still 10 years behind yeah where other games yeah. are really but what's the hook know? the hooks progression the hooks the hooks the the progression I mean I've the hook I, I've I've only had it this week, probably. Yeah. I've got three characters. I right. was like, I want to start again and see what yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. playing as a different type of character. Well, you know, you know? what? That's um, what I'm feeling now with the Outer Worlds, 
which just came out. It's a new Obsidian game that they released. The, these are the guys that did Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. And Fallout New Vegas is one of my favourite RPGs ever. It's a bit of a, you're, you know, it's a bit of a, um, you know, you, you, you're one of many people that say that because Fallout New Vegas was very, very popular. But The Outer Worlds is um, very similar to New Vegas. It looks a little bit prettier. Because obviously the hardware's a lot better now. Is it Fallout Outer Worlds or is it? No, it's not a fall. No, no, it's no, not no, Fallout because no. they don't have the license for yeah, it. Okay, but it's basically Fallout, man. Okay. Like I'm telling you now, if you What's play it called? just Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds, yeah, okay. get, get it, man. I, I I really rate it. But okay. what the hook for me is on that game. Firstly, the story's interesting. The dialogue's very very well written. It's pretty well voice acted. Mm. It's quite funny in a lot of parts. Um. It's a little bit, it's not the most uh, original concept in the world where it says, oh, well, you're fighting evil corporations, which are tribal. It's very yeah. tribal. Again, like New Vegas, it's tribal. So you've got different tri. And what this is what I love about a game, where you can make decisions that affect the game's outcome. I, I love that shit, yeah. right? So what I loved about New Vegas was, was that you had different factions or tribes mm. in that world. And at some point, there was a crossroads mm. and you had to make a decision and you knew as soon as you made that decision, it was going to go bad for yeah. your relationship yeah. with the other factions, but one faction would love you, right? Yeah. And I remember with New Vegas, I saved, I must have had like four saves, mm. right, on the Xbox 360 because mm. I knew as soon as I went to the Yes Man, who was the character that you had to make a decision with, mm -hmm. shit was going down, yeah, right? Yeah. And so what I love about the Outer Worlds so far I'm not that far into it, probably about seven, eight hours into it. Um, it's got that hook. Mm. It's got some very minor morality shit that's thrown into it. Like, yeah. you know, you can make a decision and it's going to piss this person off yeah. and <laughs> make this other person happy. And I, I, and I love that hook. So you've got progression with RPG elements, which is very noticeable. Yeah. You get better gear. Yeah. You got better speech abilities, all that stuff, typical RPG stuff. So nice progression. But I love the morality shit. Yeah. I'm going to make a decision that's going to affect this group of people or this person. Yeah. Right. And that's why I always liked um, games like, I don't know if you ever played it because it was on the PS3, Heavy Rain. I, 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 I love that game. It was more of an interactive movie because mm. I love stories mm. and I love story driven games. And I never had a problem with walking simulators that mm. were like really story driven mm. or interactive movies like Heavy Rain because. That was a classic game where if you made a decision, you knew it was going to affect the the outcome of the game yeah. in a big way, right? Yeah. And that was a game too. The first time I played it, I hadn't played the PS3 for ages, so my muscle memory with the controller mm. was pretty bad. I couldn't remember where the square was. <laughs> I couldn't remember where the triangle was. So, it, yeah, it does have a lot of quick time events. I don't know. Right? Mm. Which I know you don't like, and a lot of people don't, but I didn't mind it because I'd, I'd missed the wrong i pressed the wrong button at the wrong time and i'd fail the quick time event but what that meant was i lost out of the four characters that were available i lost three of them perm mm. permadeath mm. and so i quite like the idea of permadeath mm. like you've got high stakes here mm. right so the stakes are real like if you fuck this up mm. your character's dead man mm. you need to either reload your last save or like in heavy rain you just progress with one other character that's yeah. still alive and i like that yeah right? well um I was playing Mountain Blade. Mountain Blade. Mount, Mountain uh, Blade. It's a new name. Yeah, I've just coined What's it called? Mount, Mount and Blade. Mount and Blade. Um, 
this one's Warband, but I was playing it before I came here, you know, and I had the timer set. And I was like, when I had to get ready and leave the house, and yeah. um, and it went off, and I said, oh, just ten more minutes, yeah, you know? yeah. and uh, but um, so you were addicted to it because of the hook, and I thought, yeah, right? because and, of the what the progression and, or the and yesterday I got up and I started playing it, and I was like, bloody hell, like this is the first time in a long time when I've just sat and played a game, you know, yeah. like for the for. Too many hours, yeah. right? And and wanted to play more of it. Um, and um, but with regards to like why that is, um, it, it's exactly what you were sort of saying. Like, there's different. There is morality, right? There is, you know. I actually have one of my saves is the character was called Hawthorne, and the and one of the saves is called Bad Hawthorne. I was like, this is the point where I think I'm yeah. gonna, I'm going bad, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. And, and um, I, I'm gonna save that because I don't because I don't know how that affects the game, yeah. right? And and I and to an extent, I know like the permadeath thing. I don't necessarily want to go back to the very beginning and have to do all the shit yeah. that I had to do yeah. in the very beginning because yeah. I want to kind of see what's next, yeah. right, in the game. Um, so this kind of balances that. Like, you can get wiped out. Yep. And you're more than, like, in a battle, all, all your troops will get wiped out and you'll be taken prisoner and you'll be kept prisoner for a while and and then you'll kind of be released or you'll, you'll escape or you'll re- get released or something like that. So it's a set major setback but it's not permadeath yeah. kind of thing and and um but the same there's morality there's the different kingdoms who are having wars and you know and there's intrigue and all kinds of stuff like that and you can get involved or not get involved or whatever there's bandits roaming around looting villages and there's there's heaps there's just tons going on in the world around you yeah. you know and um i you know this morning like joined like King offered me as like a I joined uh, as a mercenary band for this king, and I was like, well, I don't normally loot villages and things like that, but I can go into the enemy yeah territory and loot there yeah shit you yeah. know and I thought and I headed down there and I thought before I go and do this I'll just save the game, and I saved the game without realizing that there was an enemy force bigger than mine <laughs> right next to me right faster than me yeah. And then I was, and then it got attacked. I'm yeah. Like, oh shit! Like, what am I going to do now? Because my save, I only had, I only had one save. I was like, um, if this thing's going to kill me, right? And I had the fight, and sure enough, got wiped out and reloaded my save. Couldn't get away. Had yeah. to fight again. But I was like, shit! I have to change my tactics. So I was like, I was like the, but when you actually get into the battle, um started trying different tactics to win the fight and actually in the end won won the fight you yeah. know so it's it's there's a there's just a lot to it and i think um games that have got a lot of depth but don't throw it all in your face right in the beginning at the start yeah you know um is are good you know yeah. because games that are just you don't feel like there's any more to it apart from collecting feathers yeah like really yeah yeah, you know, um, but when you think there's there's other just other things I could explore, other you know other styles of playing this game that I I can explore, then I'll I'll keep going back. Yeah, to it, you know? yeah, um, that's one thing. Yeah, but sto- like story driven game games are great, but I'll tend not to go over them and over them. Like it doesn't mean they're not a great game; just means they're not their replayability goes down oh once you know. know what the story outcome is yeah i can understand that like i i love um 
The Last of Us, but I've only played it once. You know, like and but but I played it because I love the story. Mm. You know, I'll probably replay it before the second Which one one's comes the out. Last? It's on the PS3 slash PS4. Okay, and it's um, oh, it's a post. A pop, I can't even say the word. Post apocalyptic. Easy for you to say. I can't say it, man. I got a brain tumor. Yeah. Post apocalyptic. No. Fuck. Damn it. Damn it. Apocalyptic. That's the word. <laughs> got there. In <laughs> got the there end. in the end, man. Um, world where it's a bit like zombies, mm. but they've been uh, over. There's basically a disease where fungus has affected people and their brains, mm. and they've gone crazy. Yeah. That, it's, the premise is really cool, but the story. I'm not going to go over the story, but it's it's very uh, in depth and it's very well written, yeah. and that's for me the the key with games in general. If a story, firstly, has some kind of meaning to it, mm. but is really well written, mm. whether it's funny or it's serious, I'm, I don't really mind mm. as long as it's well written. Yeah. It's really well voice acted. I think voice acting is probably really at times under underappreciated mm. because you could have a really well written game, it could be really the hook could be there with progression, mm-hmm. right? But if the voice acting is awful, it, it ruins the game atmosphere so badly. So, you know, the or whole... just the dialogue. It doesn't the, even have the to di- be the voice. Well, well that's, that's the writing. Yeah. So if the dialogue's terrible and the voice acting's terrible, then the atmosphere the game's trying to set up is, is awful, mm. right? And so, you know, I don't really even mind about the premise so much mm. um, because... Let's let's be let's be real here. A lot of games are very similar. Mm. Like I don't, I can't believe that Dark Souls is. I mean, I know why it's popular, but there's a whole genre now. Mm. Like pretty much every game at some point is like, oh, it's Dark Souls inspired. Well, okay, so they're not the yeah, originality's yeah, yeah. not there, yeah. but maybe that game's got a great hook in terms of its progression. Uh, it's got well written dialogue. It's yeah. got great voice acting. Uh, it's atmospheric in a certain way yeah. that even though it's copying its original game, like the original Dark Souls game, I'm just using that as an example, mm. That's that 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 can also create a great game, mm. a, gr- a good game. Mm. So for me, I like personally, I like games that have got a fairly interesting story. They've got uh, well-written dialogue, pretty good voice acting, um, and then they've got a level of progression. That's why I'm enjoying the Outer Worlds at the moment because yeah. I'm a sucker for Fallout, right? Yeah. And I was a real sucker for Fallout New Vegas like a lot of other people were because that game, while the graphics weren't mind-blowing and it was janky, and the Outer Worlds at times is janky too yeah. um, with its uh, combat system, I really loved the, 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 the premise, the stakes were real. Mm. There was uh, morality in some yeah. way, shape or form. There were decisions you had to make which you knew were going to affect the game and you knew that... The, and the voice acting was great. Yeah. You know? So it set it up really, really well. So I could overlook the jankiness and the relatively, you know, primitive graphics. Yeah. Uh, I could look overlook all of that shit. Yeah. You know? But I think... I think... Um you know, you're more of a console player, right? And I'm... I'm a peasant. Yeah, and I'm... Sassy well, Sahini has, has told me this. Shout out to but, her. But, um... The... Well, I, the console is limited in a little way in the in in terms of the kind of games. Absolutely. Like. It, so, well, they can never play a World of Warcraft, for example. Well, you can never play a World of Warcraft, but, you, like, games, like, that um, are actually really good games, you know, like... Um, darkest ever heard of like 
Darkest Dungeon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's not going to go on the console, right? Is it? I think it might have. Yeah, uh, I think it, it might pretty, have. But there's like the lot, I think it, I think it has been. But, but there's yeah. kind of like lots of little games that are just the piece, biggest ones you know. that you could say straight away are like MMOs. MMOs are not likely to come to a console. Yeah, right, because the controls are very limited. Right, an MMM, MMM, uh, I'm having a problem today. An MMO, yeah, really needs a keyboard and a mouse. Yeah, right. And so you can't really translate that easily to a controller, yeah. right? Unless in the future, I know Microsoft does it with a keyboard and mouse. You can't hook up a, a keyboard and mouse on a on an Xbox One, mm. but you really can't do that at the present with a with a PlayStation Four. You, you right. can do it, but it doesn't really work properly as advertised. So yeah. you, you're limited into what you can do with it. But there are always going to be games on a PC that are going to be exclusive to the PC because just by the nature of the game in terms of, yeah. its, of its control. And and the other thing about the consoles, and this might have changed because I, don't, I don't really haven't been in that. You're a PC thing. elitist now. No, oh well, yeah. I mean, I, was a, I always was a PC guy and then when I was overseas, I just didn't have a PC for it. But um, my impression, which may be wrong, is that the consoles are, are sort of... Um, the games for it, they're going to be bigger budget games, typically, um, aren't they? If you're talking about first party games from Microsoft or Sony, uh, but the yeah, store you get like all yeah, the, yeah, well, you know what? Okay, so I had this discussion with Sassy Sahini. Shout out to her. The reason why I play on console is because the games that I like are more story driven games. That's what I'm trying. And they, to, that's what and I'm they tend to be on. To the, they tend to be on a console, yeah. right? Not to say that story-driven games don't exist on the PC or don't get translated to the PC, they do, but the games that I like happen to have more of a home on the on a console. Yeah. Well, That's what well, I well, like. Well, they're probably you know? available on the PC, but you don't need... that. They're the games you focus on. And they can be played on a console. So, what, that, do, you, well, what, do, you, what do you need a PC well, for? Well, that's what I was. So, that's what I was saying to her. I don't need the extra power that that the PC yeah. offers. I, I'm I'm happy enough with what I've got. Yeah. With it, with an Xbox One so, or a or Xbox One X or a PS4 Pro, I'm happy with that. Yeah. You know. So, but um, but what I'm sort of saying is like the, this game's like Darkest Dungeon, which I wouldn't think would necessarily go onto a console very well because it's, it up, it's more yeah. it's more management. It's more like you're managing a group of. Uh, adventurers kind of thing um but what i was gonna say is nothing pisses me off more than a good game that's just too hard yeah i like, hate that shit a, I, a good game which is just too hard um so you're going to be blown away sorry cyberdunk platforms for darkest dungeon playstation 4 nintendo switch fuck windows iOS, Xbox One, PlayStation Vita, Linux. I'm not making this up. It's a popular game. Uh, yeah, iOS. It's on iOS as well. So that's a game, right, that's got got lots of advancement along, you know, um, it's a really good game, great reviews, everyone loves it, I love it. Yeah. I just get to a point and I can't get any further. Yeah, and I end up, and every time I I think oh, I might have a game of Darkest Dungeon, I may as well start again. But this is like, what frustrates you know, me. Like the UF and the new XCOM game. Yes, yeah, frustrates the, the shit same. Yeah, I, I played it. And I started playing it. and I was like, I can't get any further. And it wasn't. And 
I couldn't even unpause the game without yeah. a critical problem. Yeah. It was yeah. Like, that frustrated me too. And this is what doesn't make a good game is frustrating games, right? Yeah. Games that have really poor controls, I can't stand it. Mm. I know if you're on PC, you're mainly playing with keyboard and mouse and you don't have that issue. Not always, but sometimes you do. Well, you have the issue that you don't have a controller maybe. <laughs> or there's that. But when you are uh, like playing on console and you're primarily using controllers... And the controls of the game itself are shit. Mm. It's it's game over for me. Mm. I can't stand that, mm. right? But I get frustrated with games like um, Dark Souls because I really want to play it because mm. I love the premise, mm. I love the atmosphere, right? I love all. I love the way it looks, but I'm so shit. It's my problem. It's mm. not the game. It's me that I just can't do it, mm. right? I wish I could do it, but. I get frustrated with that game. I'm like, fuck me, I can't even because it doesn't have any se- difficulty mm. settings, and I respect that. I don't want I don't want that to change. Mm. I'm not saying that should change, but I'm like, man, I wish I could play this game and be one of those like pros that you see on Twitch when you're not watching the Maid Lady, right? And you and you're able to play these games and go, fuck, I'm as good as this guy. Mm. I'm I'm, I'm kind of envious, mm. right? But that's more of a me problem. But there are many games out there that. XCOM 2 is a really good example of that where I call it bullshit factor. There was so much bullshit that's the latest, in that. That's the latest one. That's it? the latest one. There's so much bullshit in you, that game. You honestly can't no. do anything without no. it, without something. You say, I want to go here and it goes, yeah, go there. And as soon as you start moving there, it says, something popped up here. You need yep. to attend to. Yep. You, need, you couldn't attend to anything. No. You know what my favourite is on that? We talked about it briefly last time, Cyberdunk. My favourite on the latest XCOM game is you start the game off, you've got very limited uh, abilities yeah. because you haven't done any research. It's, you're fairly new in the game. But the enemies you face have got like one billion movement. They can move from one side oh, of you, the map to the other an, side. You die in an instant. And you die in an instant. Yeah. And they've got, when, they're, when they're done with that, then they've got mind control. You're yeah. fucked. And then all of your squad members get wiped out. Yeah. And, and see, this is the whole point. The fun factor fades away it. from me. The, the, it did it for me too. They, they threw it. They yep. threw everything at you way too early yep. in that game. Yep. That's they right. Threw, it, um, they, it was a complete cock up. As far like I gave that game up really early. Same here. I know really Pedro early. beat it, but Pedro's a freak. Yeah. Shout out to him. But I, I, I wished I was like him and played that game because I really like XCOM. Yeah. I played the first. I love. Oh man, I lost. Re- I, yeah, I loved them all. And yeah, the first reboot. The first was, reboot, was I played well. it. I it played good. it and finished it, yeah. right? But the second one, I don't know oh, what the no, fuck they were thinking with that. Yeah. But um, I was just thinking that I just had something on the top, tip of my tongue and I've forgotten what it was. But I, I, I don't like games that are frustrating. I, and, and XCOM 2 was a really frustrating game. Yeah. It did my head in. I, you know, something like Darkest Dungeon, um, I. Um, I, like I, I like it and I like the premise and I, I, I want to be able to progress in it and um, but I just get to a point that you guys just get wiped out. Yeah, you know they get wiped out or you go in and they get they get you know you, you don't just get damage you get like insanity kind yeah, of thing and yeah. then they have to go and have a relax. Yeah, so you can't take them into the next no. mission. But you ha- you know so you're it's it's this kind of management game kind of thing to an extent. Yeah. But it, it just gets to the point of, like, it's too hard. Yeah. And, um, well, that, see, the, the, you know what it is there? It's like you can't see the light at the end, end of the tunnel. Yeah. That's, and we're going back to where we started was if I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel with a game 
and I'm at the start of the game yeah. and already it's doing this yeah. shit to me. Yeah. Like it's like XCOM 2 was throwing out all these things at me already and I'm it's my first mission. Mm. I'm like 30 minutes into this yeah. game. I'm like, I'm done. Yep. Right? That, that To me, that doesn't make a good game. Right? So good games need to have a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, <laughs> let's summarise this bitch, right? Let's summarise it. Cyberdome. Progression. Good, progression. Good game, right? Yeah. So a good game needs progression. So you can see the light at the end of story the tunnel. Story game needs a good story. Story game needs a good story and a good, good premise dialogue. and atmosphere and it needs good dialogue and good, good voice, voice acting. acting. Yeah. Uh, I like personally games that give you morality there's a, like yeah. a morality system. Yeah. Like if you what, whatever you do is going to affect the outcome of the game yeah. in some way, shape, or form. I personally like that. D- uh, different approaches to the game. You don't have to take this like not not a non-linear story yes. necessarily. Yes. Different. You can do different style of yeah. play. So as an example, if I talk about the Outer Worlds for two seconds, I can do any mission that as I've come across whenever I feel like it. It doesn't say. Oh no! You've got to do this first before yeah. you get to over here. And I, this is why I hated games like um, Just Cause. Shout out to the drunken monkey. He's just had a wonderful experience with Just Just Cause. He hated it. <laughs> the latest one, Just Cause Four. But I didn't like Just Cause Three because it said, "Well, in order for you to get to the next main mission and and see what the story's got to say, you have to do all this busy work, all this bullshit, yeah, right? I hate, I hate that shit. Yeah. I fucking don't want it, right? Yeah. Assassin's Creed's bad for busy work. It, it is now with Odyssey. Yeah. And uh, I didn't mind Origins so much because I loved Ancient Egypt as, as, a pre- as a premise. You know what? For me, Assassin's Creed is a nice walk around a historic city now. It is now, yeah. You're like, right. I loved, I loved walking around London. Yep. I loved walking around Paris. Yep. You know, that's what Assassin's Creed is for me. You know what Assassin's Creed has become? I said this ages ago on a really early podcast. It's become the holiday trip advisor every year. For the a historical holiday. Yeah, so <laughs> this year, guys, we're going to Egypt. Oh, next year we're going to Greece. Oh, fair that, dues. They do a bloody good job of it. Yeah, they do. But but what I'm saying is, is that I kind of want them to go back to where they were. I don't necessarily like these open worlds because, again, they slow the game down, mm. right? You're going from point A to point B, but by the time you get from point A to point B, it's like two or three hours down the down the line or down the road, and you and you forgot what the good juicy bits were two or three hours ago. I don't, yeah. and Odyssey, I fucking hated because of the busy work. Mm. I hated that game so much mm. because, and it frustrated me because I loved the premise, I loved Gr- ancient Greece, mm. right? And I'm like, well, okay, I really, really, I just want to concentrate on the main story. Oh, you can't do that because you're like 50 levels below where you should be because every time you're leveled, right, it would always like a carrot on a stick and it would just dangle it in front of you and go, oh, no, you're really not ready yet to go to the main mission. Oh, you you really, really can't do it. You're like, fuck off. Mm. A game like The Witcher, Witcher 3, which I really liked, it did say, it did recommend where you should be. Mm in order to do a quest, but it was always pretty fair. And the best thing about that particular RPG was was that all the side missions that you did to level up to get to the main quest lines were really, really interesting mm. in their in their own right. Mm. You had really interesting characters, and so you didn't mind doing it, mm. right? But Assassin's Creed Odyssey was absolutely pathetic with that shit because the side quests and all that stuff was so boring, yeah. right? And it was all busy work. Yeah. Fuck, if I want to work, I'll go get a real job in the real world. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah. want to do real work in yeah. a game, you know? And so that's the whole thing is that if I find that games have got busy work and they're actually making me think that this is just 
real life. Mm. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, and I've yeah. said this before, like I don't like games that take away the fun factor. Mm. So they put in some realism because they go, oh, that's we want you to get a feeling of tension and a feeling of being scared or whatever mm. it is. But the fun factor goes away. Yeah. Like Days Gone, which came out earlier this year and I, I only got like halfway through it, pissed me the fuck off because that there was a motorbike that you had, right? And literally, Cyberdunk, you drive it from point A to point B and within five minutes, it ran out of petrol. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. One one mission said that I had to get from point A to point B and it was six kilometres, right? And I had a full tank of petrol. <laughs> and after six kilometres, I had a quarter of a tank. Fuck off. What motorbike do you know? You buy a motorbike because they're cheap on petrol and they go on. Mate, no. <laughs> but what the game was trying to make you do was get off the motorbike. Yeah. And look for petrol and in the process get scare a, you with get attacked by zombies and give you that tension. But yeah. there's better ways of doing it, yeah. right? And that pissed me off because what they were trying to do was add a little bit of realism into the game, mm. but they sacrificed the fun factor. Mm. So let's go back to our list. We need progression. We want good controls. We want good story. We want do- good voice acting and dialogue. If they're side quests, they either need to be interesting yep. and different. Like, so, yep. you know, like, you know, in individual side quests. Yep. Um, King, Kingdom Come Deliverance is a great example of that. Yep. Lots of, um, lots of individual different side quests. Yep. There are some repetitive side quests, but it's least, at least, we got a, a camp of bandits over here causing yeah. us grief. Yeah. Can you please go deal with them? Yeah. Right. And it's and it's a com and it's a decent challenge yeah. combat to yeah. deal with them kind of thing. So. Yeah, so get back to your list. So the, okay, progression, mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. voice acting, good writing, dialogue. Don't fuck the fun factor up. No, right? Because I challenging, want, but not challenging, but not frustrating, but not, not frustrating, and not take my fun factor away yeah. from me. Because I'm playing a game for a reason. Yeah. I want to escape this bullshit, boring, dying fucking planet that we're on. Yeah. Right. I don't want to. I don't want the real world in my video games, folks. No. That's and, and I see so many games now go. Oh, we've got some realism. I don't want realism. Fuck that. I, this is why I play a game. I play a game to get rid of that shit, mm. right? So don't take away my fun factor, and I, and give me decent control systems. I, I don't want bad sloppy controls because that's the end of the game. The control mm. is the most important thing, whether it's on a PC and I'm playing with keyboard and mouse, or I'm playing with a on a console because I'm a peasant. With my controller, that's what I want. I want decent, tight controls, not sloppy, bullshitty ones. Yeah. You all right? Yeah, yeah. And also, too, I could probably add in the, the performance factor, too. Don't give me buggy, terrible frame rate games. Like load screens. Load screens that take 20 minutes between I get to one point to another point. That's becoming a lot less of an issue. Like that, you know, as... as on the PC, PC side, it yeah, does because yeah. you've got SSDs. I mean, it is a bit of a problem M- on the consoles because they're getting... <laughs> what? SSDs? No. Oh, M2. That's my backup drives. No, oh, man. Well, there you go. Aren't you the fancy fucking pants? Don't you think you're the PC elitist? SSDs? No. That's where I put the slow, like the, the bulky slow stuff. I don't I, I, my, my PC's getting old. It's only got an, M, an SSD. Okay. So I don't have this. What is it? M- M2s, I think. M2. M2. Isn't yeah. that the fucking freeway to get from here to... North no, they, they actually plug directly into the onto the motherboard. Well, you know what? Sony might have the last laugh on you, you fuck, because they've got some proprietary bullshit SSD that they've got that reckons that it's faster than an M2. Then I'll get one and put it in. 
Are you a fancy pants? <laughs> 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 Because you can do that on a PC. Uh, <laughs> mate, I had this debate. Look, I would have actually had the debate with you and Sassy Sahini, right, about PC versus console, but I'm not going to revisit it again because no. I admit... Oh, they both got their benefits. Like. Well, that's it. They've got their pluses and minuses. I've, but I've, at the end of the day, I said to her, and I stand by it, the PC is superior. I know it is. I've, right? but, you know, I've got a PlayStation somewhere in the garage, a PlayStation 4, and um, I've considered getting it out and, and plugging it in. You know, Mate, there's a lot of great exclusive games on that thing that if you got into the PlayStation 4 family now, you would have a, a blast. I wanted because there's for so Red, many but games. I wanted to get it for Red Dead Redemption. And oh, yeah. the, and but then, it's coming to the PC now. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so concerned that, like, I've been hanging out for Cyberpunk for God knows mm. how long. I'm a bit concerned that it's not going to be all that. When well, it let me here. tell you about Red Dead Redemption 2. It's shit. It's shit. Uh, well, it's not shit. I shouldn't say that. Technically, it's unbelievable. And when it makes its way to the PC, it's going to look fan. It's going to look amazing, right? Because yeah. it looked amazing on a humble PS4 and an Xbox One. But the problem with I say everything we just said about what makes a good game, Red Dead Redemption Two ignored quite a bit of it. <laughs> not all of it. Not all of it. <laughs> Because Red Dead Redemption 2 was really well written. Mm. It had amazing voice acting. Mm. Technically, it was an absolute marvel for the hardware that they were playing with. But the problem was the controls were absolutely fucking abhorrent. Mm. That's a word you haven't heard that me say for a while. Ab- abhorrent, right? Disgusting controls, right? Pathetic. And the pacing of that game, and that's the other thing too. I should have pacing. We, sh- we should add to the list pacing. The pacing of Red Dead Redemption 2 was really, really poor. It was so slow that it wasn't fun. And the problem mm. was they had this wonderfully large map and by the time you got from one point to the other point to get the next juicy bit of the story, mm. you forgot what the fuck was going on. Mm. Like, And at the end of the day, the story really, to me, didn't do much for the, for the, the legacy of that game. Because mm. you know it's a prequel. Oh, yeah. So Red Dead Redemption 2 is a prequel of Red Dead Redemption. And I really don't think it did much to set that story up for Red yeah. Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption is way, way better than RDR2. Okay. And I don't know if they're going to bring Red Dead Redemption to the, to the PC because yeah, currently it's only on the consoles, yeah. the old consoles PC too, by the way. PS3, was it? Yeah. PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a so much, it's a way better game than Red Dead Redemption Is there 2. another Grand Theft Auto on its way? Um... Um, Rockstar are being very, very quiet. Mm. I oh, think the rumours the rumors are pointing towards a Bully too. You ever play Bully on... Mate, Bully's great. Right. Bully's a really... Um, I think it was a PS2 era game. So the, the world's very, very small compared to your Red Deads and your Grand Theft Autos. But I think it's a... The premise is great, but it probably wouldn't fly today because it's based in a private school. Mm-hmm. And it's about shenanigans amongst the students. And it's pretty, pretty uh, risky. But dong. Yeah, it's pretty bad, right? <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. But yeah. you're not going to get a really meaty, juicy story like you get from yeah. Red Dead, right? Yeah. I still think out of all the Rockstar games, Red Dead Redemption, number one, mm. is the best game it I've ever done. It was an awesome game. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I, I know people shit on Grand Theft Auto Five. I, th- I had a lot of fun with it. I did too. Yeah. I, I loved it. I loved Grand Theft Auto Five. Not enough to play it online. I think I played. I I logged in and went to play it online, and just idiots 
killed me in instance. See, I thought, this is that. my problem and concern with Rockstar. My my personal opinion is that they're concentrating way too much on their online shit, and by well, they're making tons of money on e- it. Exactly, and so what they really what should have really happened, and what I wanted to see, but I know why they didn't do it, is that they put the online component for Red Dead Redemption Two on, which hasn't really been received well. But we never got a single. We never got DLC for five. Five Grand Theft Auto Five. We never got like a what was it, Ballad of Gay Tony, like we got in Grand Theft Auto 4. Right, we never got those 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 DLCs for Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know why? It's because the, the online component made so much money sense. to them. So they And they put all their resources into that shit, yeah. right? And so when it comes to Red Dead Redemption 2, we're not likely to get anything from that either, yeah. right? Do I really want it after the, playing the main game? No, because mm. the main game, I I didn't really dig it. I di- I yeah. I went through the motions of it because it was a Rockstar game, and I wanted to play another Rockstar game and play another Red Dead Redemption game. Mm. But by the end of it, I was like, you know what? I'll never play that game again. Yeah. But I've played Red Dead Redemption a couple of times. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I've played it at least twice on an Xbox system, the one and the 360, and then I actually played it on the PS3. Yeah. So I I don't. I don't see myself ever playing Red Dead Redemption yeah. 2 ever again. So I, I don't know if I'm just getting fussier or the... Um, but I, when I'm looking at buying a game now, like I, I, I can generally tell if I'm going to like it beforehand, you know? And yeah. um, I was I was hanging out to get the game Vampire. Like, like Vampire, yeah. Vampire. It's not bad, but you know what? I, I played it. And I was hanging out for mm. it. And then I w- watched gameplay stuff and I was like, you know what? There's going to be stuff in there that just annoys the hell out of me. So you know what the problem with Vampire was for me? Um, the premise was great. The story was actually great. The voice acting wasn't bad. It just was very unexciting. The, the actual That's gameplay seems like. The actual gameplay yeah. wasn't exciting at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, it plotted. It really just plotted. That's what it. That's what it looked. That's what the and game, it looked repetitive. Yeah, it was very repetitive, and and I got to like the three quarter mark of that game and put it down. I didn't continue with it, but it, I. It was on my wish list. Yeah, and then it was. I was, and then it got released, and then I was waiting for it to come down in price, and then it came down in price, and I looked at gameplay, and I was like, shit. Yeah, not getting it. See, I'm going to use an example. If you pull out your PS4 and dust it off and play it. One game you should play, which is exclusive to PS4, is Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. And the reason why this is a good game is because the premise is great, the story is amazing, the voice acting is great, the controls are good, um, the combat's great, and it's it's original in a mm. lot of ways too with what it's trying to do. I mean, robot dinosaurs... Who doesn't like robot Who doesn't dinosaurs? like fucking robot dinosaurs, yo? That's a great game for those, re- and and there's a progression system as well. There's a, a slight RPG element to it. Do you know why a t- why T Rex is so grumpy? No, oh, he's small hands. He can't be. Can't reach his dick. He can't reach his dick. He goes off. Do you think we covered it all, just Cyberdunk? I think we've done pretty good. I think we've done fucking great too. I'm very happy with us. I think it's time to go get some lunch. Do you think we sort of um, missed Retro? Uh, you mean Jason yeah, Relaxation? Jason Relaxation. Not at all. Him? Actually, did, did we miss you, Jason Relaxation? I missed him, but I missed him. But 
we sort of made it through. We made it through. And this is this, this the whole point with this little prick. You, you don't even know he's there. He's just... But he keeps you on track, doesn't he? Oh, he, he does. But I've replaced him with a sock puppet. <laughs> so he's... Because now... What, so I'll well, ask you're not wearing it on no, your no, hands, no, 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 like, no, no, no. I'm not like Mr. Flibble, okay. but I'll, I'll act it like Mr. Flibble, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you think I did a good job today, Jason Relaxation? I think you were funny and cute, Retro Dan, and Cyberduck was very informative. <laughs> <laughs> I replaced a little prick with a sock puppet. Well, thanks for having me back, Retro Dan. Uh, thank you, Cyberduck, for being you, you cool. Thanks for coming and ch- back. And check out Kingdom, Kingdom Come. I've delivered. I've done it. That was on Game Pass on the Xbox One, and I've actually downloaded it. It's one of my games to play later on. Oh, and get Pedro on it. Um, yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't picked it up because he loves that type of shit. Yeah, he, he's so, he'll, he, he'll he'll get lost in it. Well, he's hooked right now on the Outer Worlds. We uh, both we both are actually because that's PC as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, 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 yes. It is. Yes, it's on actually, it's on. Um, it's on. Game Pass on the PC, right? Which is the Microsoft Game Pass. So yeah. it's not on Steam. Ah, uh, is it on Steam? Ah, uh, it's a good question, man. I'll check it out. I check it out. I I, 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 off the top of my head, I'm not sure. Mm. It's definitely on Game. But you can play it for a buck, because if you sign up the Game Pass, right, their subscription service, you can. You'll, it's on part of their subscription service, so you can get it for. And you can. It's something. It's one buck for one month, and then you just cancel it, dude, if you want. But you can play it for one buck. I don't know if it's gone to Epic or it's gone to Steam. I haven't. I, 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 I find I haven't Epic taken a bit strange. Um, look, like I, I've, I've I've picked up a few. Like I've downloaded it, registered, and every week I look at their free games. And I go, yeah, I'll like take that. But I haven't installed any of them. You know what it is? I'm I'm glad they're there because it keeps Steam on their toes. Yeah. Um, I know that people. I've not used their big, but I know. I know people say that the features, the feature sets, is is really bad. The compared. feature set to find games is abysmal. Yeah, I hear it's terrible. Just to just to browse and yeah. search games, like, yeah. I, I, I don't even get it. Yeah, like, I hear it's it? terrible. But you know what? So was Steam back in the day, and so things like that will probably be improved. But you need you need competition for Steam. Because Valve will take the piss if if they're not already, they pro- they pretty much are, and so I'm kind of glad that they're there mm. to keep Valve on their toes, mm. uh, because Valve have really done nothing for for anybody. I don't think they're just basically a portal to play games. Mm. They they I, I I used to talk to Pedro about this quite a bit because he was a big fan of this, but all their summer sales used to be amazing. Even I'd jump mm. on their summer sales and like download a game here and there, but then their summer sales at the present are shit. They're well, shit. They're absolute the, trash because they're taking the piss. And the problem is that, you know, you see all these, like, massive discounts. Well, you're massively discounting the price of the game when it released 10 years ago. Exactly. You're not massively reducing what the game's worth now. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Seven, seven, 90, 90% off, like, original retail price. Come on. That's what I mean. You they're know. taking the piss. But there was a time... Still not bad prices on some oh, stuff, Yeah, it is. You know. But there was a time when their summer sales made every other platform look like silly. Mm. Their summer sales were amazing. Mm. And and now they're, they're, not, they're not great. I've spoken yeah. to Pedro a lot about it. There was a time then all the things on my wish list yeah. 
would come up and say it's now on discount or something like this. I, I very rarely get yeah. any kind of emails from Steam now. And it's not because I don't use it. I've got like hundreds of games on my wish list, mm. but they don't happen to be on discount. Mm. Uh, fuck me. And I've given up. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I'm glad that Epic's there. I know the feature set's not what you want, but I'm sure it'll improve. Yeah. Well, it can't get worse. No, and guess what? And you and you remember <laughs> the back. Only in the only way is up. That's right. Progression, baby. Progression. But you know what? People used to bitch about Steam Two back in the day. Yeah. When it first came on. Yeah, yeah. And and I remember when I installed Half Life Two, I was like, "What the fuck's your Steam shit?" Mm. And everyone hated oh, it. Oh, th- yeah. I didn't even know it was. I installed it. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. I'm like, I, I got Half Life Two. I bought a graphics card, and it came with a voucher for Half Life mm. Two. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna install Half-Life 2 and I followed the instructions and I had to install this thing called fucking Steam and I hated it and everyone else did but now everyone loves Steam they fucking defend it you know Steam's the best thing ever you know that's ever been created Yeah, everyone's forgotten man I'm telling you they have and you know what flash forward 5-10 years from now Cyberdunk fucking Epic will be wonderful too buy shares nah sell man sell sell Shares shares in Epic Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know, man. I can't give you stock market advice. I don't know anything about it. Okay. I'm living in poverty. Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Sobadunk, thank you for coming in. No worries. Thanks for having me. Sock puppet, Jason Relaxation, thank you for being you. Don't go with changing. Thank you, Retro Dan. You are very informative today and cute and funny. Thank you, Sock Puppet, Jason, Relaxation. Thank you for the two people that have been listening to this bullshit podcast. Thank you, Dad, for letting you choose your garage. I'm sorry I read it about good games. I don't know what they are. <laughs> games these days are getting fucking worse and worse. It's a rabbit hole I can't get out of. Every time I play a game, I get the fucking shits because it's either got bugs, it's got bad frame rates, or it's got poor controls. It's something that needs to be improved on, and I fucking can't cope, I can't cope with it because I want to escape the real world. It shits me. In the real world, everyone calls me a fat fucking loser and nerd. But in, the, in, the, in my game, I'm a hero. And next week... Always be a hero to me. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded so believable. It did. did. (laughs) And next week, my little heroes will have some more retro and more bullshit. But until then, you can roll it, you fucking monkeys!